0: y'all let me say my intro welcome 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 back welcome back welcome back to the expansion of the kingdom ministries i'm here with the word and i had to get on here as fast as god threw satan from heaven like lightning okay? okay 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 let's just get into the word okay because this is a freaking good word so I was listening to this pastor and he was talking about how Jesus said, you are the children of your father, the devil, and that he was a murderer from the beginning. And so I started to think to myself, God, then why did you even create the devil? Why did you even make him an angel, the lead choir? Singer in heaven. Like, why did you even make him? Like, seriously, like, this could all be avoided if you did not make Satan. Like, death would be avoided. Torture would be avoided. Murder, rape. All of these different things would be avoided if the devil was not here. Everything that's bad in the world, it wouldn't be here. And I heard God tell me, And this is why I love The Shack. I already said a last word about it. Go check it out. It's called A Shack Moment. But, okay. In the part where he's, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but this is literally, like, the example that God gave me. So I have to. I'm sorry. Go check it out. But in the book, in the movie, oh, my God, this is so good. He was Mac, the main character, he was in the garden with Seol, which was the Holy Spirit, and it was the Asian lady. And she was like, help me tear out all of these flowers and roots and stuff like that. And so she was like, don't touch that, it's poisonous. And then Mac was like, well, then why is it even here? Like, if it's poisonous, then why would God even make it? Like, why would he have it here in the garden? And she goes, the Holy Spirit goes... Because if you combine this with another herb, it creates a healing property. My God, my God, my God. So God is basically saying that... (sighs) We don't understand our human capacity is so small compared to the understanding of God. So if God is saying that you can take something poisonous, you can take something that will murder something, you will take something that will destroy someone from the inside out, that will kill, still and destroy them, this poisonous plant, but if you combine it with another herb, it creates a healing property. My God. And so then God started to show me examples of all of the things that the enemy threw my way. So can you just take a moment to think about all the things that the enemy has thrown your way, all the things that the enemy has thrown at your family members, your friends, your loved ones, in the world. You can see all of the things that the enemy has thrown at us, these poisonous plants. And he's trying to take us out, right? Because that is his mission. He's trying to still to kill, and destroy us. But God is saying that I use that to create a healing property. I use that to create goodness out of your life. And you may think like, okay, I get like, you know, being cheated on or lied to. Like that's something that, you know, could be worked out. But murder, rape, all of these different things, Like, that's just pushing it to the level. Why does it have to be this way? Well, God didn't create that. God didn't cause that. That was the enemy's work. But God takes the poisonous root plant and combines it with his goodness, combines it with his Holy Spirit, combines it with his powerful... (coughs) Sorry. He combines it with his powerful... What am I even trying to say? powerful you get what I'm trying to say, okay, I'm just too excited about this word, but he combines it and it creates a healing property. he like I always say he romans eight twenty eight that he works all things together. For the greater good. So all of these attacks, all of these things that the devil has tried to take you out with. You know, he tried to make you lose your mind with insecurity. He tried to make you lose your mind with debt. He tried to make you lose your mind when you lost a loved one to a sickness. He tried to make you lose your mind when you were betrayed by those by that friend, you know, are those friends. He tried to make you lose your mind when you did get your heart broken and you did get your trust damaged. And now, you know, you're just... You were so lost, and it's like, he does all of these things to destroy us. But isn't it funny how when you combine God with it, it literally, it's oftentimes the worst moments in our life, we look back, and those are the greatest testimonies that we have. My God, my God, my God, let me share one with you. So, I was supposed to go to this party, And I had this gut feeling, which I now know was the the discernment from the Holy Spirit. And he was warning me. And he was letting me know, like, don't go. But, of course, I wasn't listening to that. But I was off all day. Like, I just felt uneasy. I was like, let's just drive your mom's car to my friend. Your mom is going to you know she said that i could drive her car and she's like oh no the radio's broken you know and i'm like thinking to myself it's a bigger car it was a jeep we will fit you know everyone in like just just let me drive and she's like oh no you know the person that's gonna come pick us up is gonna be the dd tonight because mind you i was in the world at this time i was partying i was going to a party and i was underage and i was drinking and doing all these worldly activities and so I was like, okay, well, if she's going to be DD, then that's fine. Mind you, I did not know that she only had her permit for like a week. Like, she was not an experienced driver, and I still kind of felt uneasy about it, but I was like, okay, if she's not going to drink, then I guess it's fine tell me why they she pulls up with her friend and we get in the car the radio's broken and i'm like oh my god we could have just took her car like oh no, no no at first my friend had told me that oh she said that you could drive then they pull up and then she's like oh she's gonna be dd and i'm like oh my god it's too late they're already here i guess if she's gonna be dd whatever i didn't know that she was not an experienced driver or anything but i had this uneasy feeling so we leave a party that gets busted. We, a couple people get left behind by some other people, and so we're like, we can't leave them here. Let's just all lap up, you know, and just go to our next destination. Before I know it, the girl tries to merge over. She's not experienced. She overcorrects herself. Boom, boom, I see black. Now, mind you, I flew out. I was the one that was lapped up on somebody's lap. My back was facing the door and the window. I flew out of that car. My God, I could cry right now. I flew out of that car onto the other side of the freeway, a couple more centimeters, a couple more inches, and I would have been roadkill on the freeway, splattered. Like, the enemy had a plan to kill us all that night. And I don't know if he had a plan to specifically kill one person, and he was like, "Okay, well, have at it." There's more, more the merrier. Or he was just all trying, he was just trying to kill us all. Whatever the reason, don't care. All I know is that he was trying to still kill and destroy our lives. And I feel so blessed that God kept me alive because I would have died in sin i would have died not really having the best relationship with god and i would have been you know just not living right i was not living right i was drinking i was stealing i was doing drugs i was hanging out i was sleeping around like it was just not a good way to go out like drunk like sitting on some guy's lap flies out the window gets crushed gets rolled over by a car like that is not the way to go out I was causing my mom so much stress by everything that I was doing giving her so many speed tickets driving recklessly like sneaking out lying I was just not being a good child I wasn't honoring my mother and I did not even have a relationship with my father at that time I was just a not- a good person. Like compared to who I am now, I was not a good person. I was worldly. I was living in the world. And if I would have died that night, I really don't know where I would have went. I really don't know what God had for me or where he would have took me because of the decisions that I was making. But all I know is that I'm thankful that God saved all of our lives that night. And the good thing is of course, that we kept our our lives and none of us died a a lot of our lives changed drastically. Some people literally their their life changed in the in the blink of an eye overnight. One of the girls is paralyzed from it, like it was a very traumatic, severe thing. but years later, we find out. Our attorneys do some investigating, and they find out that the only part of the freeway that we crashed on, there was no guardrail. Everywhere else had a guardrail, and they started to do some investigation that, hold on, if there was a guardrail here, they would not have crashed as severely as they did. Why was there not a guardrail here? So they started to do investigating, and they found out that the state had the go, the funds, to be able to build this guardrail. But somebody somewhere did not follow through. They were either being lazy putting it off or they spent the money elsewhere, who really knows. But that's why there was not a guardrail there. So they found out, holy crap, Like this is the state's fault. These kids would not have crashed as bad if there would have been a guardrail. So what does that mean? A settlement for us, a settlement for us literally we got paid a lot of money from that and although it didn't make up for how our lives drastically changed and the things that we had to struggle and go through god literally ate romans 828 at it and he said the enemy tried to sk- to still kill and destroy these ch- my children's life the enemy handed them this this poison plant that was going to kill them and take them out but god combined it with something else god allowed it to happen as a testimony and to bless us for everything that we went through and what does god say that god will bless us you know double fold seven fold triple fold he will bless us for our troubles he will repay back everything that the locust- Aten he will he will literally give us everything that the enemy robbed us of and that's exactly what God did he took the poisonous root that the devil had intended and he combined it with his his power and it created a healing property in our lives it was a wake-up call that that oh my gosh your life could be gone in a in a blink of a second or it could be changed in a in the blink of an eye like It made me realize, like, okay, I have to stop living so recklessly. Now, did I get it right away? No, I still probably continued to, you know, I probably even rebelled more, feeling like, oh, I can't do anything. My life was almost over. Time to party up more, like. But eventually, like that, that seed got planted, and I was able to realize, like, okay, God saved my life, and it's for a reason, and I have to honor Him. And slowly but surely, in my own timing. I still have a lot to work on, but I'm definitely not where I used to be. And I'm very proud of how God has turned it around for my good. And did I steward the money right? (laughs) No, I was so young. I did not steward it right. I tried to with what I knew, but, you know, like, but it still, it was, it blessed my life tremendously knowing that God, I could feel God so strongly the day that I was going to to court to find out how much i was getting i could feel god he told me how much i was gonna get and that's exactly what i got and i could feel the presence of his power and he was like i'm repaying you back even though it was by my own sinful choice to go out and do that god still honored me and god still worked that poisonous plan that the enemy sent and he combined it with his power and he created a healing property so this is like what god is saying is that What the enemy tries to throw at you, all the times that, you know, we thought we lost our mind, we were losing our mind, we were sick, we were worried, you know, we were depressed, we had anxiety, all of these things. But God, if you you look back to how far God's brought you and what he's healed you from and what he's brought you through and what he's birthed in you, you can see clearly that God literally has a specific reason of why he did create the enemy. He didn't create the enemy to hurt us, but God created the enemy to heal us. Like, also, what it does is it shows us, like, the devil could offer you all of these things just like he tried to offer Jesus. He said, bow down to me, and all of this could be yours. But Jesus said, depart from me, Satan. Satan. Like, don't try to test me, depart from me because I already know what I have in God. And when we get to those moments where we're like, okay, the enemy tried to take us out so many times, would I have really had faith or trust in God if everything was so smooth and good? No, matter of fact, it would be the opposite. If my life was perfect and I had no trouble and I had no suffering. The second that something went wrong, I would probably turn my back on God and be like, oh, this is not how you've had it for my whole life. God, how could you do this to me? But when we see our trials, when we experience the lows, when we experience the fiery arrows that the enemy throws at us, we know for a fact that our faith is being refined in the fire Our faith is being built up strong so that way we know. And it's not just a faith thing. It's a no thing at this point. No, I've seen God turn this around for my good. I've... I've literally experienced God's healing so many times that I know that God is a healer. And if he doesn't heal it, if he doesn't heal my sick mother, if he doesn't heal this, if he doesn't heal that within me, then I know that I can trust God because I can trust God through everything. Because when I look at my life and I see everything that I went through, I know that God was there for me. He carried me through it. He gave me the the strength to get through it. And he turned it around for my good. My God, who am I speaking to? Because this is what God is saying. Is that the reason why he ha- he even created the devil is because it builds our faith to where it is a knowing. We trust God. We know God. We know that we chose God. Because if you can choose God when he doesn't heal you. If you can choose God when he doesn't give you what you prayed for. If you can choose God. When everything else is telling you not to, then you know this is something that's real. You know that this is a real relationship. You know that you didn't choose God because you were forced to. You know that you you chose God because of your free will and it was your own decision. You can clearly see, those who have eyes to see and ears to hear can clearly see that everything that happened in my life didn't happen against me all the bad things it didn't happen against me but it happened for me because that's the god that we serve he takes the poisonous root and plant and he combines it with his holy spirit and his power and he creates a healing property in our lives how many times do we look at our lives and we think, okay, if you're not flexible, stretching hurts, it sucks. It feels like it's not something that you should be doing. But how many of us can see 100-year-old men, 100-year-old women, 80-year-old old folks and they're like, "Look, I stretched my whole life. I've been active. I've been working. This is how I'm going. This is how I'm able to keep care to keep to take care of myself and live independent." Because they understood that they cannot live off of their feelings. They have to live off of what they know. Yes, it feels bad. Yes, it hurts to stretch. But I know that this will help my joints. This will help my mobility. This will help me keep going. Because what I learned as a caregiver, the second that an old person sits down, the second that they decide not to do anything, they are deteriorating by the second. They are killing themselves by not moving and not being active. And that is the same thing. How bad does it hurt to work out? And then once you plateau, you have to level up your your weights, rank them up, and then it's like, oh, God, this is even worse. Can I just go back? No, you can't go back because you're leveling up. So everything that we see in our lives, like, yes, it hurts to wake up in the morning. My God, I, I need to hear this word for myself right now because Lord knows I ain't a morning person. But... Yes, it sucks to wake up early in the morning, but you have to go. You have to wake up. You have to push through it. You have to turn off that alarm and get up out of bed because you have things to do. You have an important appointment today. You have to go to work. You have to do things that really matter. Yes, it's hard, but it's good for you. Yes, it's hard to let go of somebody that you love, somebody that's comfortable to you, somebody that you have an attachment to, somebody that you've been with for years. Yes, it's hard to let go. But baby, guess what? If you stay, you're never going to have what God has for you. It's hard to do things. Life is hard. But guess what? God takes that and he combines it with his healing properties and it creates healing for you. The bad stuff creates healing for you. The devil actually is being used by God. So let's stop giving so much power and authority to the devil. Because guess what? If it happened to you, God allowed it to. So God is using the devil as a little piece playing chess yes he is he is using him in your life he allowed that attack to happen and let's give god glory and praise for the things that we don't know that he hasn't allowed to prosper that he hasn't allowed to happen let's give god glory for that but the things that he has we can know and we can have faith and a faith and matter of fact we can just have a knowing where we know that god is working it out for our good that god is actually using satan and yes it hurts and you can't understand why did god allow my daughter to get kidnapped and killed why did why did this happen why did this happen we are looking out of a peephole we can't see the whole picture this is why jesus says you do not know what i am doing but later you will understand this is why sometimes It could be 20 years later, and you're a little girl, and you're wondering, why did my parents forsake me? Why did my parents abandon me? Why did this happen? Why did I have to suffer? And years down the line, God shows you. I was showing you that you can depend on me. When your father and when your mother forsake you because they are human and they are flawed, and what is in a man's heart? Sin. We are all sinful. We all fall short of the glory of God. But guess what? You don't need to put your 100% faith because if you trust in men, they will fail you. What does scripture say? If you trust in man, they will fail you. Do not put your trust in men. Put your trust in God. So, yes, when we're children, we look at our parents as superheroes, as people that will never fail us. But when, they, when it happens, when it's unintentional or intentional, we are devastated. They abandoned me, they, they left me, they made me, they created me in this big cold world and they abandoned me. But yet God is showing you that who carried you through all of that when you had no one? It was me, it was God. It was God who carried you through those things so that we know that yes, that suffering was terrible but now I'm thankful for it because now I know that I could depend on God when I have nobody I can trust in the Lord with all my might, with all my power, with all my heart, with all my understanding. I may not understand what you're doing, Lord, but I trust you. I know I can trust you. I have faith that I can trust you. I know this because of what I've been through. So you may not understand why you're going through things or why things happen the way or why God allowed the enemy to to shoot whatever arrow it was in your life or in your family's life or in your loved one's life or whatever in the world. But later on, God will reveal it to us in our own timing. And God will work it for our good. God will work it for our good. You guys... This message has me looking at things so differently because we have to change our perspective. We have to have a renewal of the mind. So our whole life, we're we're thinking that the devil's powerful, that his demons, you know, we got to fear him and that, you know, he comes to still kill and destroy us. And we're giving him all this power. But really, he's so weak. He's even used by God himself. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's like, the devil's like, hee I'm about to kill, steal, and destroy this person. I don't know why he doesn't give up yet. I really don't know why. Because, maybe because there are some lost people in this world that don't find God and, he, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to keep going because at least I'm getting a couple people out of the millions, like, you know. But still, don't know why he still tries. And I'm praying for those people. But... It's just like, dude, you're getting used by by God. Like you think that because you sent this sickness my way that you won. But guess what? I'm speaking over my life right now. I'm speaking with authority that my heel will crush you, that my heel. Yes, you may have bruised me, but I'm going to crush you, baby, because if God allowed it to happen, then I know that he's going to work it for my good. Get ready for me to be able to help millions of other people. Help just one person that needs to hear this message because it's worth it to me if I can bring someone to God. It's worth it to me if God can develop who I'm supposed to be, the type of heart posture that I'm supposed to have, the type of trust that I'm supposed to have in him, the type of character that I'm supposed to be. It's worth it to me. So you think you won. You think you won when I got lied to, when I got cheated on, when I got betrayed. But guess what? Now I'm stronger than ever. I know the tactics. I have discernment. I know what to look through. I know what I don't deserve. Yes, my father was never there to show me, but guess what? God has shown me what I deserve. God has shown me what I, what I will and will not allow. He had to take me through it, baby, but guess what? I came out unburnt. I came out unburnt. And in my car crash, I have one scar from that. And it's right underneath I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me the nurses were trying to find out what cut me no glass debris no nothing they couldn't even figure it out they were like really scratching their head puzzled like what cut her but guess who has a scar underneath my scripture my first tattoo and yes you could say tattoos are sinful but guess what God worked my sin out for my good because it's a testimony to me I look at that scar and I think wow I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me so, you guys, oh, my God, this message was so freaking good. I'm literally, like, so happy that God spoke this word to me. And, haha, devil, you're big mad. Yes, I know. But guess who's anointed? Guess who's protected? And guess who is spreading the message, shedding the light on how weak you are? Yes, it's me, a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for using me because God's children needs to hear this. When we look at adversity, when we look at the schemes of the devil, let's rejoice and be like, let's watch how God's going to put you to shame this time. Let's watch how God's going to take the poisonous plant that you sent in my life and combine it with his will and his power and his way. And watch how it heals me, baby. Watch how it rises me up. Watch how much stronger I become. Okay. So we need to we need to take authority in who we are, baby, because we're children of God. We have power of life and death in our tongue. So if I'm speaking death over the enemy and all of his schemes and all of his tactics, oh, yes, you can guarantee and bet that I have faith and that I have a knowing that God is going to come through for me because I have the authority because Jesus Christ lives within me. And so, yes, I have authority to rise up and speak against things. Yes. Did you know that even if the enemy will send arrows at us, that God allows it to because he knows that he's going to give you authority to actually cast that down and and cast that out? The devil doesn't want you to know your power. The devil doesn't want you to know your authority. He wants you to think that you are defeated. But guess what? God's telling you today that you are an overcomer. You are a champion. And you have authority within you. So there are certain situations, and it will not be all the time. But you can pray and ask for discernment and ask for confirmation. And keep speaking against it. Keep praying against it. And watch. How God will literally grant you your prayers, grant you what you said. He will move through you. He will use your word because guess what God is? He is the spoken word. He is He is breath. That's what God is. That's what Yahweh is. It's the breath. God is the word and he spoke it and he said, let there be light. And he said, let's depart the waters from the heavens. God spoke it and it's so. So, if God lives within us, then we have authority to speak over ourselves. The, the enemy doesn't want you to, to to speak over things. He wants you to think that you can't even do that. But guess what? God is saying, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You guys, this has almost been 30 minutes. I've been going in. I just knew. I felt the power of the Holy Spirit. And I was like, I have to get on here and say this right now. Like, right now like seriously so you guys i pray that this blessed you share with as many people as you can and let me just say a prayer over us before i go out dear lord thank you for sending me your child this beloved listener the apple of your eye thank you for allowing them to sit through this have a have a spirit of patience to be able to sit through this message and hear what you have to say dear lord i pray that this that this word takes root into their life and that they are able to apply it that this breaks off chains that the enemy, enemy has them bonded in, and you break off all bondage you cast out all demonic spirits you literally give them the power of authority over their lives to speak over the enemy and to cast out things that are not sent from you dear lord depression is no more dear lord anxiety is no more dear lord confusion is no more dear lord gray is no more dear lord sitting on one side of the fence one foot in the world one foot in the kingdom is no more dear lord they will pick a side dear lord and they will hop into heaven's side dear lord that they will decide to serve you that they will be protected that they will be anointed that they will be generational curse breakers dear lord i thank you and i pray that you Put a hedge of protection, not only over them, but everything that's attached to them that will help prosper them. Future people, dear Lord, people that they are connected to right now, family members, friends, whatever it may be, dear Lord. I pray for a hedge of protection over them, dear Lord, over their mind, over their body, over their soul, over their spirit, dear Lord. And I pray that this word will literally create a shift in their atmosphere, that they will walk around and that they will have discernment over the things that they need to, that they will walk in the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit, that they will be a light in this world, in this dark world, and that they will be a Jesus in other people's lives, that people will see Jesus in them, and that they will come to them, and that they will spread the good news, and that they will lay their hands on the sick and the lame and the deaf, and that they will hear, that they will walk, that they will be healed, dear Lord. I pray for generational um, impact, dear Lord, that they will have generational impact, that they will be, that they will, Oh, dear Lord. Yes. That they will literally work up all of these good works so that they may, they may have many rewards in heaven while you are building their house for them, dear Lord. And this, I ask of your name. I plead the blood of Jesus over this In Jesus name. I pray. Amen. You guys until next time, God bless.